like a little Krampus, and I will come say to thee, Merry Krampus, Kayla. <laughs> oh my God, Merry Krampus, Merry Krimba. It's Merry Krampus. Merry Chrysler. Day. We're been, we've been quoting that that vine this whole week, right? Or Which is that one? what the, the Mary, Mary Krimba? Oh Krimba. yeah. Okay. Yes. Just want to be that we're on the same page here. We are. Okay. Oh, thank God. We're we're not off script. Excellent. Um, here it is. We made it. It is. It's Christmas. It, it, it is Christbush. Here we are. We're so excited to celebrate with all of you. This episode is for you to listen to while you unwrap your presents oh, and spend lovely time with your families. Hopefully, you're all wearing a mask and not further perpetuating the terror that is happening across the globe right now the terror i hope you're at a nice outside place where you are around a fire perhaps huh yes because it's a safer outdoor i don't harrison i don't know i'm not doing butts this christmas i'm just hanging out with you you know what you can do is watch krampus uh i guess i can although we have what is krampus kayla Oh my god, I'd love to tell you about Krampus. What so, is Krampus, Krampus, the film, and also the folklore? The, thing. <laughs> the folklore of Krampus. Now, I'm not, um, <laughs> uh, this is not necessarily part of my culture. Um, the Krampus is sort of like a, a Slavic thing. I don't know if that's my heritage. You know how it is when you're white and you don't know. Maybe this is my culture. Let me tell you about Krampus. Um, Krampus is sort of a um, uh, one of the Christmas characters in some cultures. He is sort of like the foil of Santa Claus, wherein Santa Claus rewards children at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Krampus punishes bad ones. He, I believe what he does is he eats in the folklore. He eats bad children. Yes. Um, in keeping with a really grand tradition of of evil monster dudes who or dudettes who will eat you um like the baba yaga don't go messing around in the woods because baba yaga will eat you don't be a bad boy because the krampus will eat you (laughs) the 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 witch who lives in the candy house gonna eat you so that's that's my quick and dirty (laughs) explanation of krampus gus von krampus he's sort of a devil figure he he he's sort of portrayed as a goat why, Harrison, do you know why goats are, like, the satanic symbol? Like, I love it personally because I love goats and I love Satan. Mm-hmm. But why? Where does that come from? I think it's the eyes. Is it? Oh, because they they're, have, uh-huh. Yeah, they're, like, rectangular or whatever. I can see you looking at a goat's eyes and being like, yo, I wasn't sure what the devil was before, but now I'm positive mm-hmm. he's a kind of goat. <laughs> and that's why people like dogs instead of cats, too. Not only because they're assholes, but because cats' eyes are different. Oh my god. People, people out here. Well, let me tell you about a film that takes Krampus and and puts it in a in a beautiful American family film. Yes. Um, yeah. Directed uh, by Michael Doherty. This movie sure. came out in 2015. Yeah, I actually saw this film in theaters. Um, and, oh, by the way, uh, Bavaria. Oh, that's just Germany, isn't it? This is a German thing. It's a German thing. Kramp- I sh- it's, his name is Gus von Krampus. And, and and the matriarch of this film is German and speaks German the whole time. So, Caleb, a couple minutes ago, who couldn't figure out 
what country Krampus is from is a moron. Wait, now, Tony, Tony Collette or Tony Collette's mom? N- uh, well, it's not Tony Collette's mom. It is um, Adam Scott's mom. Oh, right, is that- right. Adam Scott is the actor. Yes. He, I love because, of course, he's Leslie Nope's husband on Parks and Rec. Yes. Ben Wyatt. So hopefully I won't refer to him as Ben Wyatt throughout this entire episode, but I might. But you may. Because he's wonderful. And he, I don't know, to be honest, he kind of is just playing Ben Wyatt. He's kind of playing the, uh, the, the long-suffering and yet affectionate husband of a very type A person. Which is the parents in this film. So I'm ready to give a little plot scene up. Do it. Tell us about Krampus. All right. So this family, which is in, it's implied to be a rich family, right? You've got Adam Scott as the father and Tony Collette as the mother. They've got the cutest little boy I've ever seen in my life, um, whose name is Max. He's adorable. And then Max has an older sister whose name I forget. Anyway, um, Max is a precious little angel baby. I think it's Linda. No. The sister? That's the aunt. Yeah, that's the aunt. Oh, my God. They say her name a whole... Beth. It's Beth. Beth. Beth Beth is the sister. Um, So, anyway, Max is right at the age where he, like, in the last prior years, uh, was told that Santa Claus doesn't exist. But he has this really adorable relationship with his grandmother, who I assume lives with them. At first, you think she only speaks German, but, of course, later she speaks english and of course you should figure that anyway because in typical american movie style she's always speaking german but her family rarely speaks german back to her they respond to her in english and then she responds in german um but they have a really nice relationship where she's like oh the old country and all of these things that are a part of our culture and one of them is santa claus and like you shouldn't like you should keep writing letters to Santa Claus because he means something like there's a spirit of Christmas that is Santa Claus and like don't feel bad even though everyone in the whole world is making fun of you. Um, including um, his cousins. So in the film, they are having, um, I guess it's it's Tony Collette's sister and then the sister's husband and their four children over for Christmas. Way and too many people. Way too many people plus an aunt who wasn't even who hadn't even RSVP, they don't know the aunt's coming, and the aunt is a bit much, and she's there as well. So it's stressful, and, you know, Max, they're all drinking, and everyone's mad at each other, and no one speaks kindly to each other, and the only happiness there is 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 precious baby Max and his his grandmother, who he calls Omi, who I I assume that's German for grandmother. I don't know. Um, And basically, it all kind of comes to a head where, um, two of his cousins see that he has written a letter to Santa and they steal it from him and they read it at the table. Um, but instead of everyone being like, ha ha, which I mean, they are, it's revealed that he's written a very sad letter to Santa. That's like, I wish my parents loved each other and I wish my cousins, um, weren't treated so badly by their parents. And I wish that that whole family wasn't so poor and I wish everyone didn't hate my aunt. And so it's really sad because all he's done is written to Santa and said, I wish my family all loved each other again. It's really sad. Um, and then once, you know, as a defense mechanism, cause these are children in at first they're like, what? That's really sad. And then they're like, wait a minute, fuck you. And they get into a huge fight and everyone's just unhappy. And Adam Scott's like, son, just, 
Christmas is all about dealing with your family, even though you hate them. And the little boy's like, that's terrible. Yeah. And he gets so upset that he rips up his letter to Santa Claus and he throws it out the window. And do you know what spell he just performed, Harrison? An exorcism. Well, And from I... the ashes of Christmas rises Krampus. Krampus. So it's implied that him ripping up this letter to Santa, he throws it into the heavens and thereupon a portal is formed. Which lets in Gus von Krampus, the demon of Christmas. Who is very cool yes. looking. Oh, dope. He's totally dope looking. He's dope looking in every possible iteration that you can find of Krampus. But especially in this film, he's got a cool... I actually don't like his face reveal at the end. But other than that, he's got dope clothes. He moves dope. Awesome job. Whoever did the creature effects for this film. A+. plus. I even don't really mind his little minions. Krampus's little minions are like uh, personified little uh, Christmas cookies and such. <laughs> I don't even mind them. Because honestly, They're all the, fucking sn cute. the snowmen, the snowmen, henchmen, they look dope too. Everything looks dope in this film, honestly. This is a really cool looking movie. Yeah. Um, this movie was made for us. Yeah, honestly. And basically, Krampus goes through and he, he starts killing off children first harrison you probably appreciated that mm -hmm. um they weren't uh, afraid to kill some children in this movie yeah two children are dead by the time grandma's like okay so first of all i speak english second of all i know exactly <laughs> i have second some things all, to reveal to you all i know exactly yes. what's happening uh, yeah die. first of all i speak english second of all and this is one of those films too where so she keeps talking about oh we'll make sure the fire's hot and she's doing all these things that you think are just superstitious but it's like, no, she she has this, like, actual experience with Krampus and all this stuff. This is one of those films where you're like, why didn't you just say that earlier? Like, don't let the fire die down. Yeah. Because it comes through the chimney. At that point, they would have believed her. They wouldn't have believed her at the beginning. Anyway, I don't know why I'm going off on that tangent. The point here is that she's like, not only do I speak English, but I know I know exactly what's going on. And what it is, is that the legend of Krampus, he's real. Um, and one Christmas, I got really sad. <laughs> and similar to young Max here, I unleashed, by losing my Christmas spirit, I unleashed the horror of Krampus. Um, and he left his little bell as a calling card, and that's what's happening here. Max a summoned as they call Krampus. it in the UK and uh, oh, other places bobble. other than the US. They don't call bells bells? Isn't the bobble what they leave well i isn't it a bell though like is it a, it looks like a little iron bell what, like even, a jingle what bell. even is a, what even is a bobble though you know what oh, i mean I, I i thought a bobble was like a christmas ornament like uh, it is oh, but a okay. bell is too sure sure anything is a christmas ornament if you hook it well enough <laughs> that's true so we got a blizzard Oh, right. So Families that's... trapped in the house. Kind of. They get out sometimes. No, well, the blizzard's really bad. Um, they do basically get, and, and, and every, you know, the, the phone lines are down and the power's all off and everything. When they do try to leave the house, that's how they get the first, the first victim of Krampus is the older sister, who's the first to leave the house because she wants to go check on her boyfriend. Classic. And then the two, yes, the two fathers go and they look for her. And that's when they discover that, like, every house 
is just frozen on from the inside out. Um, the the like FedEx guy is frozen outside. Um, he was like the only person they had seen once the weather started. Um, everything's just a frozen wasteland, and something's something's stalking them, and it destroys a Hummer. <laughs> um, and so they try they try before right before the grandma reveals she knows exactly what's going on. They barricade themselves into the house. Um, Krampus still gets in because they fall asleep and let the fire die. And it sends down one of his little gingerbread cronies who tricks one of the children into being hooked up and taken up out of the, of the, what are they called? Chimney. Chimney. I almost called it a, a, you know, a fire tower chimney. I mean, chimney. (laughs) Fire tower. (laughs) Because he's like, he, you know. He's like, he's like Santa Claus. He knows how to get in the house. It's through the chimney. Um, and essentially, the rest of the film is just Krampus picking everyone else off. Um, there's, a, there's a nice moment where Max, who is a precious angel child baby, as I've mentioned, is like, I'm sorry I lost my Christmas spirit. And you, you see Krampus's face, and he looks like an old man for no reason that I could figure it out. And... Um, uh, and then he's like, oh, that's so nice that you learned the meaning of Christmas. Just kidding. And then throws him into the fiery pit of hell. <laughs> and then in a, in a move that really pissed me off when I saw it in theaters, not even the betrayal of Max, my son. <laughs> um, they He wakes up the next morning and for like a good 10 or 15 minutes, it's like, oh, Everything's man, that, fine. That was every oh that was just a dream like everyone's here beth is here even though she died like an hour and a half ago like oh wow hooray and then he his first present he opens on christmas morning and it's the bauble it yes it is the same little iron bell bauble that his grandma had that is from krampus and as soon as he takes it out of the box the looks on everyone's faces like and there's like some audio backtracking and like flashbackingness, and it seems that everyone at that exact moment had also thought that they had just had a bad dream, and they're now realizing that all that really happened. And the camera pans out, and they're in a snow globe. And I don't know if the implication is that they were in a snow globe from from the onset of the spell, because it would make sense. They can't get out of their little neighborhood. The right. snow is really bad. The wind is really bad. Um, so there you go. That's Harrison what I inferred. I inferred yes. that they were cursed to live this over and over again for all eternity. Oh, I didn't even get that. But who even knows? Is that the Krampus's powers? We don't know. Uh, you would assume so. <laughs> yes, you would. I So I feel like the message of this film, Harrison is similar to the message of the Home Alone films, which is that children need to be as responsible, strike that, children need to be even more responsible than the adults in their lives. It was okay for everyone in Kevin McAllister's family to be Mm. a piece of shit, but he can't be a piece of shit, Harrison. It's a full circle moment here on the five days of Crimbush. Europe. You get to Max, and it's okay for his whole family to be shitty and lose their Christmas spirit. But once Max loses it, it's all over with. Did you notice that bookmarking? Yeah, because <laughs> I did. That was impressive. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um. 
And that's Krampus. I I will say, I I, I was really excited about the release of this film. I did see it in theaters, and I was excited to see it in theaters. I think the the real misstep of this film, for me, is how much you like Max. Oh, and then then he's just thrown into hell. Yes. And there seems to be no moral. I don't know why I expect a horror movie to have a, a, a moral based on my own... (laughs) <laughs> my own thoughts and feelings. Well, I think it, I mean, there is a moral base. Well, I mean, you mean in terms of his destiny? I mean, I think he, he's the one that conjures up Krampus because of his dumbass little wish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't remember if he is as blatant, you know, again, to make the home alone connection. I, Kevin McAllister says something like, I specifically wish all of you would disappear. And to state that again, I would like to share that I would like to be alone on Christmas. Thank you for anyone listening. I would like my family to disappear. Thank you. I don't know that there's, I don't remember him saying anything other than, Oh, I hate my family and I'm so upset when he, I don't know. I don't know that he says anything like, I wish my whole family would be murdered. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it also is, it also is curious because what would it take? Because apparently Omi got out of it when she was a kid. Mm -hmm. Yes, she did. And she was like, I was left as a reminder of like how shitty Krampus is and what he can do. Like I'm an example. So I can live on and tell this tale. And she was with his name on it. Maybe the implication is that like, hey, Omi, like you were supposed to, you were supposed to make sure this never happened again and you completely fucked up. So really... It's not Max's fault. It's, it's Omi's fault. fault. And she's the one now being tortured. Oh my God. Well, also it doesn't, you know, it, there are some unanswered questions like, does the rest of the town go back to normal after the events of this? I have no idea. Does the town, does, uh, like, you, like you had said, like, oh, well, maybe they've been in the snow globe the whole time past that one point, And now they're just going to have to relive it over and over and over again. So... This is sort of like, did they maybe just disappear off the map in the real world? Is this an alternate dimension? What's yeah. happening? What are the answers? We want answers, Michael Doherty. We want answers, Ben Wyatt. <laughs> Michael Doherty also directed one of our favorites, Trick or Treat. What? Oh, yeah. I love Trick or Treat. He was the producer, writer, and director. Look at, look at, look at him with his, with his holiday movies. What a sweetheart. <laughs> um... I I actually didn't see this movie. I don't know why. For like a into a year after it came out, like I didn't see it okay. in theaters. I don't. I can't remember why. I th- I really wanted to. I knew it was going to be good. Oh, I thought it was going to be good based on Trick or Treat. Um, and I did. I did thoroughly enjoy it when it came out. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it also like Trick or Treat doesn't leave me feeling kind of depressed. <laughs> This movie, <laughs> yes, you, quite different. Yes, I don't yes. leave this movie feeling great, and yeah. there's not enough comedy in it. Like, I would argue Jack Frost, where it's like the stakes aren't that high. But this is like <laughs> this is a hard movie to sit through, even with it the is. comedic relief. It and it's really the comedic relief is really at the expense of of kind of tired things. Like like I said. In two days ago's podcast, the joke that all married couples hate each other. Right. And and the weird gender stuff going on with two of his cousins who are 
are girls, but there's they're forced into sports, or maybe they enjoy sports, but they're fo- I, I don't know. There's stuff going on in there um, that I don't quite understand. So a lot of jokes are at their expense, or at the expense of of the of the boy, the boy cousin, who's just kind of like has a dopey look on his face whenever he's engaged with in any way. Um, he's just like a, a little a little fat boy trope, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's a little cheap in its comedy, I will say. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, it's kind of hard because also the special effects are so good. No, they're really good, and I I do enjoy this film. Um, this is not. I don't necessarily feel overall negative about it, but it's not a film that's is is, is it's not exactly fun to watch over again. Like I would recommend watching it once to get the experience, and then I don't know that you would ever want to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like a Christmas movie I would watch every year. A holiday yeah. film, if you will. If you will. So what's your rating of Krampus? So this is hard because, again, we have the dumbest rating system in the whole world. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I want to give it like a 3.5, but I can't. So I'm going to give it a 3 out of 6. Oh, I'm surprised it's, at that. Uh, I know it's low. You're but just it really... so attached to Max. I, I, and that's just, that's dumb, but I really am. Like, that little boy, if he had gotten a happy ending, I would rate this film a lot higher. If, if like, him and his grandma had gotten out in some way. I just, they were so cute. I My heart hurts. I want, I want that little baby boy to feel okay. I want him to be safe. Instead, um, he was thrown into a pit to hell. Yes. Um, it, that's one of those movies where, and I don't, this is not endemic of the horror genre. I really don't think so. But sometimes you get a film where you feel like you've gone through an emotional arc or something's happened. And then at the end of the film, it's like, oh, bitch, you thought, you idiot. You're so stupid. How could you have thought feelings? And how could you have thought that there would be a moral compass here or like a, a moral arc or cause and effect? You're a fool. You're an idiot for having thought that. It reminds me of the end of the first Nightmare on Elm Street where they get through the whole thing. And then it's like, you idiot, you thought Freddy Krueger was dead. You're so stupid. You're so stupid. <laughs> and then you're ripped through a window. Exactly. It feels like being ripped through a window, Harrison. It does. It, it actually received mixed reviews. I mean, I remember, I remember a lot of people that I knew who were really into horror disliked this movie. I don't dislike it. I want to be clear. I, I right, do right. like this film. But I mean, just in general, like it, it's not a popular film i don't think mm-hmm. i i no one ever talks about it i feel like i mean it's not really got uh, something i'm learning about the horror community at large now that i'm somewhat kind of a part of it um i think one of the disadvantages that this film has is comedy actors as the actors mm. but it's not really a comedy there's nothing i mean the the director being the guy who did trick-or-treat is is a flaw in my theory that i'm getting at here but my theory is sort of that there's no there's no anchor to the rest of the of the horror community. There's not like a classic person in it or I don't do you kind of see what I'm saying? It's just sort of like I don't know that a film that is headlined by Adam Scott and Tony Collette was ever going to have a place in the horror classic films. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Because I, I never hear discourse on this film, ever. Well, 
I mean, she's gone on to have a pretty prolific horror career, though. I guess you're right. Because she was in Hereditary. Yeah, I guess you're right. And she's actually so been again, in quite a few. She was also in um, Knives Out, which I guess is not really like horror, it's not, but it's definitely it's like darker. A... Um, mm-hmm. Anyway. So yeah, my theory might be complete bunk, but... So maybe it's all Adam Scott's fault. <laughs> Wyatt! Yep. Yep, 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 yep. I give it a... (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, see, this is a hard one to rate, right? Yeah, because I was going to give it a four, but I I might give it a three because I feel like it doesn't... I don't watch it with the same appreciation that I do Trick or Treat. I don't know why that's the only movie I'm comparing it to, but even other Christmas movies, I just... Like, I would have a hard time watching this movie every couple of years, every year. Yes. I appreciate the special effects and the dark humor, but it's also just like I was saying, it just puts me in such a somber mood. It does. I also, I just like that it exists. Does that make any sense? Like, I'm glad that there's a Krampus movie. Oh, yes, for sure. I just enjoy that that exists out there. (laughs) We needed it, you know? All this dumbass Santa shit. (laughs) We really did. Um... Oh my god, why didn't you mention that this guy wrote X-Men 2, X-Men United? Because Little Kayla's favorite film. I refuse. Oh my god, let me go back. Six out of six, this man's a genius. <laughs> no, X, X2 is a masterpiece. Oh, that's why I don't like this movie. <laughs> um. You're just upset because you're not you're not nightcrawler in that movie which we all wish we were oh jesus uh, let's all pray that marvel so fixes beautiful. x-men <laughs> so beautiful it'll be so full of hate kurt wagner <laughs> <laughs> all right well we hope everyone has a very happy and safe holiday and smart yes. holiday because actually excuse me the um <laughs> the takeaway from this movie um, is don't lose your Christmas spirit or you'll do your whole thing. 2015 is to uh-huh. Uh-huh. take precaution seriously. Okay. And Keep don't do dumb hot. shit. Don't yeah. do dumb shit, okay? Don't don't do dumb shit, y'all. Stop traveling what... and spreading coronavirus. I mean, honestly, if we can do this masterpiece of a podcast remote, then you can do whatever you're doing remote too. Yeah. Eh? We eh? sacrificed a lot for y'all. Yeah. Now we expect you to do the same. Yeah. But we love you. Thanks for listening. We do love you. Like and subscribe. Happy (laughs) Merry Christmas. (laughs) Krampus.